You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Kelly Jensen, and this is the April 28th, 2023 edition. This weekend is the annual Independent Bookstore Day, and I thought to tie into that, I would talk about a pair of YA books that feature an independent bookstore prominently. You can think of this as your meta episode. It is books about bookstores in honor of bookstores. I'm personally really excited to take part in my local indie bookstores events because they have a few, and I am especially looking forward to the puzzle competition that they're hosting, which will be a number of contestants competing against a local author, and I am just going to say that my puzzle fingers and my wallet are ready to do a little bit of damage on Saturday. Before diving into the show, though, I wanted to share that we have launched a new subscription newsletter, The Deep Dive. It covers all sorts of topics from fascinating stories, informed takes, useful advice, and more from experts in the world of books and reading. You can subscribe and get exclusive content delivered to your inbox. We offer both a paid level and a freed level, so you can choose what works for you. And you can subscribe and check out what it has to offer at bookriot.substack.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX is The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. So the first book I'm going to talk about today is This Is All Your Fault by Amina May Safi. And I'm going to begin with my favorite way to talk about this book. A lot of the early reviews on Goodreads when this book was in pre-publication and then right when it came out were so mad. Why? Because they called the book plagiarism. If you're thinking, why would they call a book plagiarism? Like, how could a plagiarized book get past publishers? The answer is because it's a book that takes a very similar structure to the movie Empire Records. And those reviews overlooked a really pretty common literary concept called an homage and conflated it with plagiarism, when in fact, the homage to Empire Records is the perfect pitch for this story. So the Wild Nights bookstore is in danger of being sold and closing, and the three teen girls who work at the store that day find out that the store is going to close that day. The three of them, uh, they couldn't be any more different, and in fact, they find themselves mostly annoyed with each other. There is Rin, whose story begins with her preparing to tell her crush her feelings. She is a biracial teen who makes bookish content for the internet, aka she is basically a bookstagrammer. And then there's Imogene, whose story begins with shaving her head. She is a Middle Eastern teen who is queer, and this act is one of protest as well as protection for her. And then finally, there's Daniela. She is a secret Instagram poet, like nobody knows that she does this. And she's also the one who is mostly in charge in the bookstore whenever the real manager is not there. 
But that day, the day the story takes place, uh, when the trio realize they're going to lose their jobs, and these are jobs that they love because they love this bookstore, they have to band together to find a way to keep the store open. The book is told in under 24 hours. It's super fast paced, and I will say at times it's pretty ridiculous, but in such a way that it is just enjoyable. All the way through, um, you see these girls trying to take down the man, and they come up with some really clever ways to try to undermine what's going on in order to keep their bookstore afloat. I love that Safi took the short time period through three voices, and I love the setting. This one takes place in my backyard in Chicago, and it's just a lot of fun. Going to this one for that, for the ride, for the shenanigans, and for three very different teen girls who are coming together to save their beloved bookstore. That is, This Is All Your Fault by Amina May Safi. The second title I want to talk about is The Last Summer of the Garrett Girls by Jessica Spotswood. And I did not intentionally theme the books this week to be told from multiple points of view from different girls, but alas, that is another theme going on here. You can call this book Little Women Meet Sarah Dessen. It's set during the summer at the Garrett Sisters' grandmother's independent bookstore in a coastal tourist town. So the four Garrett sisters are about as different as can be, but there is one thing that unites them, and that is understanding this is the last summer they're all going to be together. One sister will be graduating, and another sister is preparing to truly enter into adulthood. The sisters are no longer the young girls they once were, and so this summer is their opportunity to soak in so many of the lasts that they can experience together before they all transition into new roles within the family. So oldest sister Des is struggling quite a bit. It is hard to be the oldest and it's especially hard to be that oldest when you have so much responsibility on your shoulders. Um, This is especially true because she is helping ensure that the bookstore succeeds and being so busy means that she hasn't had time to like really dream or enjoy her summer, let alone think about what it is she truly wants to do, you know, as she enters into adulthood. Sister Kat has gotten a role at the local theater and she is stoked about the summer performance. However, she is also trying to shake her ex and, you know, hopes that this role will help her do that. But then she discovers her ex and new girlfriend are also cast in the performance. So she needs to up her game a bit and pretend that everything is okay, even if it means potentially faking, being fine, maybe faking a new fling. B is getting ready to go off to college, having just graduated high school, and while everything seems fine, she has gotten into her dream school, and she's going to go there with her boyfriend. They've had this plan since they were 13, and now that B has had some distance and is starting to stare at the truth of what the future is before her, she's starting to wonder if this is really her dream anymore. And then finally, Sister V is coming to terms with her sexuality, and she finds herself falling really hard for Cece this summer. The problem is that Cece has a boyfriend, and as much as V pines and as much as she'd love to have a relationship with her crush, it just might not be possible, but she's certainly going to try and make it happen. 
This is a very delightful book. It's a quiet read, it's a light read, and it's going to get you in the mood for all things summer. There are tons of cats, there are tons of dogs, and basically it's an epic nerd purr of book references galore. Obviously, you're set in an independent bookstore. These girls are bookish as heck. There's all kinds of fun pop culture references. There's a fan fiction writer, an actress, and there's a grandma character who is just out of this world cool, which is one of my personal favorite things in YA books is someone who has had who had awesome grandparents growing up. Like I love seeing such an intergenerational story come to life. And, you know, this is this is the kind of book that will really kind of feel like a hug in the form of a book. I have just both referenced Liberty Hardy and Eric Smith here, so shout out to either of them if they're listening. But both of the books in this episode are going to be fun, fierce stories about books, about a love of literature, and about the power of girls coming together and Understanding that they're different, but that they can have shared values and shared passions and dreams with one another and work together to pursue them. And with that, today's show comes to a close. All of the books mentioned in this episode will be linked in the show notes. And if you want more YA books set in bookstores, you're in for a treat too. I'm going to link in the show notes to a post I wrote on this topic a couple years ago, which covers both of the books here, as well as a boatload of extra books. Uh, Whether you have an indie bookstore or, like most people, don't have one in your backyard, I hope that you get to spend some time this weekend visiting a shop either in person or online or even, heck, creating your own, like, indie bookstore in your house. Like, shop your own shelves. Have, Have fun. As always, thank you so much to our sponsor and thank you to our audio editor, Jen Zink, and thank you to you for listening. For more recs or general bookishness, check out bookriot.com and don't forget to check out our full stable of podcasts at bookriot.com slash listen or just search Book Riot on your podcast player of choice. You can find a list of books I recommended today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. Remember, if you're a fan of all the books and all the backlists and you want to show us some love, leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We sincerely appreciate your review, and your reviews help other book lovers find us. If you want to find me, I am still limping along on Twitter at Veronica Lee Mars. And in the meantime, as always, happy reading. Happy reading.